0: Si eres el tipo de padre al que le gusta escuchar los podcasts, este es el podcast para ti. ¡Feliz Cinco de Padre! Bienvenido. (laughs) (laughs) Bienvenido. Another episode of Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy.
1: Which is gracias, mi amigo. And
0: Adam D. We're making a big deal out of Cinco de Mayo. This episode is called Cinco de Padre. Ironically, we don't even have a Spanish speaking guest for Cinco de Mayo. But we'll get into that in just a bit. And we thank you so much, listener, for joining the podcast that celebrates the suburban dad life. Coach Randy, hello. Hola, como está usted? Okay, so now I'm over it. I do want to talk a little bit about Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Because I'm a little chafed about Cinco de Mayo. Chafed. But we'll do that after we take care of a little business. Yeah, a little
1: business. Uh, of course, it's so great to be here. I'm bad to dad. It's another... Uh, uh, it is a culmination of my week. I, I'm i not sure if it's the end of my week or the beginning of my week. I haven't hmm. quite figured that out. Uh, but it comes at just the best time uh, ever. And, of course, we have... Uh, One of our strongest uh, supporters and sponsors, Berman Branding. Becky Berman. Becky Berman at BermanCS.com, who does a wide range of various consulting services. Saw her yesterday, asked how things were going. She appreciates what we're doing. She said she has fun. She's an avid listener of the show. I gave Um, her a keychain yesterday with our logo. I know. She She loves seeing it. uh Uh-huh. On a portable product, a portable product, and not just any product, but a bottle cap opener that also product. holds keys. It's, not, it's, it's actually really funny. Uh, speaking of uh, the logo and bourbon branding and our our marketing, I was up in Massachusetts speaking, and uh, I was up there and decided that I needed I would need to have my thirst quenched. Uh, so I went to the, you know, the the little bar. They had a little restaurant, uh, a liquor store nearby, and so I got a beer, right? But the kind of beer I bought. Hmm? wasn't a twist top. Oh, was not a domestic. But no, but you know what? Did I panic? No, you were well equipped. I was well equipped. Do you know why? Because you had I had a battery of dead chain.
0: And see? I thought to
1: myself, I was going to take a picture selfie. I thought about it too much, but I was in a situation where I actually used my keychain, my bottle opener for what it was. Wow,
0: Eating what you cook is what we call it. That. That's what we call it. That is great. So we thank Becky Berman and Berman Branding. Of course, we're mm-hmm. on social media. Check us out on Instagram, at mm-hmm. Bad to the Dad. You will see pictures of the comings and goings of Bad to the Dad. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, this past weekend was mm-hmm. Free Comic Book Day.
1: Tell me about that. How is so Free, free comic, comic
0: Book Day, yeah. it happens the first Saturday of every May, and it just so happened that this past Saturday was May the Fourth. Be May with you, the right? Star be Wars with you. day. Yes. So we go to East Side Mags, which is a great comic shop in Montclair, New Jersey. Okay, east. And,
1: oh, so east. It's East Side Mags is located in Montclair. Okay, yeah, East
0: Side okay. Mags, as in magazines. Okay, and I, I met the owner Jeff Beck. We're going to have mm-hmm. him on. We we're we're have, have Jeff Beck. We're Je, not Jeff Beck, the guy who's sang loser oh, the guitars. Okay. We're going to have Jeff Beck. Is that no? That's not Jeff Beck. That's just Beck.
1: That's just Beck. Jeff Beck
0: yeah. is the other yeah. guitar. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have Jeff Beck, the comic store owner, yes. talk a little bit about what it's like to be a. Dad of a very small child while running a comic book store. Gotcha, all right. Um, While we were at Mm -hmm. Free Comic Book Day, we ran into Chris Diaz. Chris Diaz, our our very, very 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 first first guest. guest. Yes. Did you know he was going to be there? Uh, I had an idea. I didn't think we'd be there at the same time. Yes. He was dressed up as the Penguin.
1: He was. Of course he was dressed up because that's what he does. And he
0: is all in on the Penguin. He's walking around. (laughs) (laughs) Vote for Cobblepot. (laughs) 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 Mm, Doing that. So you'll see pictures of my son, Aiden. Does he Of course. Uh, So you'll see Aiden and, of course, Chris Diaz as the Penguin. And some other pictures. There was one. (laughs) this one guy. He dressed up like Odin. From Asgard, you know, the Thor character. Absolutely, absolutely. Then he got in his Harley and went home with his bag of comic books. (laughs) It's a great trip. When you mix fantasy and reality with these people, it's amazing. Yeah. Of course, we have a website, and that is badtothedad.com. Now, Mm -hmm. here's here's the beauty of the show. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We realize that not all of our listeners enjoy all of the content Mm -hmm. that our guests represent. Mm -hmm. So, I'll tell you what. You're a fan of boxing. Mm -hmm. Download Episode 3 with Leo Liacono. Uh Learn a little bit about... A His boxer story, who's a dad.
1: He's a boxer. You like basketball? Love basketball. Derek Canada, huh? former Globetrotter. Former Globetrotter. I own a college basketball player. You're into music? Love music. Jason Gianni. Who could have thought Jason Gianni, he is the... Uh, the, the, the Masterful
0: the, drummer for the, the Queen, Queen Tribute Band. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a little something for everybody. Of course, we have an education guest mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Today, we had one on a couple of weeks ago just because it's such a popular and in-demand subject, but you can watch all the, or listen to all the episodes out of order and still be entertained and focus on the episodes. I I will tell you,
1: you, um, Adam D., I go back, we have statistics for the podcast.
0: Statistics.
1: Uh, And I can go back and check. Mm -hmm. And what's fascinating is not just our current episode is being downloaded and listened to, Mm -hmm. but I go back into back episodes And all our numbers are creeping up with all the back episodes as well. So we now have, I mean, officially, on a regular basis, over 70 people on a regular average listening, Mm. which I got to say, I think that's kind of cool.
0: Being at this for only about, what, 15 weeks? 15 weeks. A couple months? You know, so
1: 70. I mean, there's a lot more. And we're also getting people to to rate us on iTunes. Ah, okay. So we have uh, six rates, of which we have... 4.5 4.5 stars.
0: How do we do it? I don't know. You know my Uber rating isn't even that good.
1: As a passenger. As a passenger. Very so, cool. I I I think, you know, we, we need more we need people to rate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want comments. I want people to start sharing some comments. Go into our website uh, go into our Instagram, we want to start reading some comments people have in terms of what they think, what they heard, what they what they felt and uh, give us a sense of ideas so we can mm. kind of interact with our listeners. Please do
0: it, please do it because I don't want to hear Randy pandering to the audience for, <laughs> for ratings and likes and all that. It should just be a natural happenstance. It's not of, a pander. It's not a pander I think because you're on a family show. It's not just a family show, but, but the community is such a big part mm-hmm. of, of this show. Mm-hmm. And one thing I would like to uh, like to do is put a call out there. If there's subject, matter, ex- subject matter experts or subject matter that we're not covering with our guests Correct. that you would like to hear about, let us know. Let us we'll know. go find a guest who's a dad, uh-huh. and they'll appear on, on our podcast, and you can listen to that show, but also binge listen to the other 15 episodes that we well,
1: have. Well, I'm starting to get people, like, they expect the show to be ready, like, at 7 a.m. Monday morning. Yes. And then if it's not, so I have, I mean, I'm starting to put the show out there um, after yeah. it's yeah. edited, late, Sunday, early mar- Monday morning to make sure we have Working it on home. time.
0: Yep. Coach Randy, I realize the episode is Cinco de Padre, which translated is the fifth of dad. The fifth of father. Yes. Which makes absolutely no sense, but because we We have have little gimmicks and clever themes. We have a faith. Okay, I'll give that to you. Yes. As I said, a little chafed with with Cinco de Mayo. Okay, chafe away. For the same reason I'm a little chafed with St. Patrick's Day. Chafe away. I feel like this is yet another holiday Mm -hmm. that Americans who like to drink Mm -hmm. have hijacked from another culture and country.
1: Okay, I'm with you. I Follow.
0: In, in Mexico, yes. This is they would come to our country and say you no, you have the wrong idea. Yes. Yeah, they have parades mm-hmm. and they have military reenactments and I'll tell mm-hmm. you a little bit about that. But it's not like, you know, drunken stupors yes. and people eating nachos and tacos out of a sombrero.
1: Really? There's no shots of tequila, there's no, no Corona. There's no
0: slip and slide with queso, you know, running no, no, queso, down the hill.
1: Cheese. I think it'd be kind of fun to go running down through a con queso cheese slide.
0: Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is? Do you know what it's about? It is the 5th of May. Well, that much you got. I got that. Yeah. But do you know what it celebrates? The 5th of May? Okay, I see we're not going to get beyond that hurdle. So, (laughs) I will will go beyond that hurdle. Uh, Yes,
1: please. Enlighten me.
0: All right. So, in 1862, the... Mexican military okay. fought a battle with the Imperial French. Now, okay. This is not Napoleon I. I think this is Napoleon the Third. Okay. And they defeated this French army.
1: Okay. And
0: celebrated. Okay? That's it. It was that's called the it. Battle of Puebla. And uh-huh. it happened in 1862 on what day? Cinco de Mayo. Thank God you're still with me. The 5th of May. Yes. And that's how they celebrate in Mexico, with military reenactments and parades. Not people just... <laughs> Out drinking and shooting not guns doing, in the not, air.
1: Not doing tequila shooters and drinking no. Coronas. And, and Here's really. the thing about this yeah. this battle. Yeah.
0: It was a short-lived celebration it's a, it's because like, a year later the yes, French came back. And killed them. <laughs> and knocked out the Mexican <laughs> army with only 30,000 troops. All right. And installed their own guy, Maximilian I. Yes. Now, ultimately, we know that the Mexicans won their independence. Yes. Um, of course, we even fought for... Uh, our own independence, yes. you know, with uh, the Alamo, of course. Uh-huh. And, and Remember the and, Alamo. And, yeah, I remember it well. I, w- yes. I was there. I uh, really admired its uh, vintage vending machines. In, you got to remember back. the Alamo.
1: Yeah. You know what? The stars at night are big and bright, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas.
0: It's also not Mexican Independence Day, Randy. <laughs> a lot of people think that Cinco de Mayo is Mexican. No, I knew Day. that. I knew it's not. That, that. that is in September. That is,
1: that's later in so the year. So I think
0: if we're going to ce- celebrate anything with drunken revelry and yeah. nachos and mariachi music, yeah. shouldn't it be Mexican Independence Day instead of some obscure battles that the Mexicans won, but then ultimately lost a year later?
1: So I guess Cinco de Padre isn't really that far off because you're celebrating the Fifth of Dad. A
0: fifth of, of us. <laughs> again, I'm not connecting the dots here. <laughs>
1: just felt it as a clever idea. We're just having a good time with It's all about a good yeah, time. So
0: that's my history lesson. And now you know on your way to work, if, if that's how you're listening to us, that, you know, this uh, Cinco de Mayo, it's probably not what you thought it was. Not what
1: you thought, not what it is. But here, it's all about dads. And we've got a great guest on today. Looking forward to having him, listening to him. Our friend.
0: Gary Berger.
1: Gary Berger.
0: Gary Berger is, like, so in the know as a guidance counselor at a day school of what's happening with the the college ap- application scene, the competition. It, this is sort of a part two of the discussion that we started with Matt Block, who, of course, was an assistant superintendent in another school system. Which
1: was, we have found, we've got a lot of feedback on that one. Many people really liked that particular episode.
0: And that's why we're kind of doing we so to many our more listeners. education we,
1: programs. We, we listen to our listeners what they want, hence... Gary Berger, who is a guidance counselor. I think he's going to have a lot to offer us. He's a funny guy.
0: Funny guy. He was also a, a camp counselor and camp yes. director. So yes. He's done the in-school thing with oh, a tie, yes. then he does the t-shirt and okay. shorts thing. Yeah.
1: No, and he uh, he worked for me uh, a number of years ago. Uh, always made me laugh. Guy is, guy is very funny. And what's good about him as a dad, he has a teenager mm-hmm. uh, who's 15 and a three-year-old. So can you imagine what it's right. like in that, in
0: that household? it's 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 like groundhog's day i can only imagine i mean you know and and we're not going to give away ages mm-hmm. and he's a very young looking guy mm-hmm. and 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 looks terrific the thought of having to do that all over again and the middle of the night feedings mm-hmm. oh. and it's not like we're ancient but no, you know but I, in our yeah. in our mid 40s or late 40s oh, listen, I might, to be doing that yeah. all over again and mm-hmm. i know you no. you did a part two I, you I did, I did a reboot two. with yes. your family yeah
1: uh, no i don't there there's no more. I mean it, the, the the tank is empty. I'm done. No more diapers, no more bottles. Love love that part of life, but that is oof, without getting too personal. Is the shop closed, Randy? Shop uh, listen, the fish still swim. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I'm careful where I go and uh, catch my reel. I
0: just don't say that know. the shop is closed. I mm-hmm. just say we're running more like a non-profit. A oh, non-profit. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Burger's coming up and we are bad to the Dead. This is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Our guest today is Gary Berger. You know, Coach, when we had Matt Block on, yes. who was the assistant superintendent in uh, you know a very affluent school system, Correct. got a lot of really positive we feedback did. about Actually, that, people like saying that, episode. that, that thing should have gone on they for said, hours and hours and hours. We want more. We want more. So we are going to continue on the education tip, continue to talk about crazy parents and Oh, we've what got, they do to... Uh,
1: do we have someone about time about... elevate their kids. We're going to elevate the game. We're going to elevate our, our our business in terms of our uh, our guest here today.
0: No one better to do that than Gary Berger. Gary, good friend. Good to see you. Gary Berger. Thank
2: you, Adam D. Coach Randy. It's amazing <laughs> to be here. It's I, You know, I listened to the show and now to be behind the scenes and, and see it.
0: Come, little, little come underwhelming, right? A Little underwhelming.
2: I, I must say, no, actually, I'm, I'm impressed. This we, is a serious setup. We, we want to welcome you to the den.
0: This is the den.
2: This is the den.
0: This was a phrase coined by our last guest and good friend Dave T. Koenig, who yes. uh, is, is an actor. And again, if you haven't yes. downloaded episode 14, do it because Dave was a lot of fun. So now we have a name for this thing. I was just calling it Randy's studio basement. No, and no, no. We're in the
1: den. We are in the den. The den. And so tonight. It is just den the it's den. not an acronym, it's just a den. It's just the den. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the den. And now you can see how the sausage is made. It's kosher sausage, chicken, by the way.
0: Yeah. We know All that's right. important. But this is the grinder. This is I the like grinder. It. I yeah. like I like
2: what I'm seeing. All
0: it's right. exciting. Gary, so you're uh, you're a guidance counselor.
2: Well, I'm the I'm the assistant principal, mm-hmm. assistant principal. and uh of the, the Ray Kushi Shiva High School. Yeah. In Livingston, New Jersey and one of the areas that I oversee and and through through life I have been a guidance counselor and now I get to oversee guidance and student services and Mm -hmm. specifically I've spent the majority of the last 10 years truly becoming an expert as much as I can be in college admissions and and I've had opportunities now to not only be at the school but representing Representing the school on a national level, at the i've i've uh, i've lectured at the College Board conference at the NACAC conference. It's uh it's it's exciting, really. Uh, College admissions is is obviously a very hot topic. Adam D. We
1: have an expert, not just in the here locally, but someone who has actually spoken at national levels, talking about the college admissions. We are now at the next level of expertise. Before we want to talk about today. We
0: bring in local, but we hmm. speak global. We go global. Yeah, we go global. And here we have Gary Berger. So let's start with Gary on the local
2: scene. All right, Real quick. All right.
0: So All you right. oversee guidance, and you know from what we've learned from you know previous guests and just you know what we know in our own circles mm-hmm. with parents and and kids, and of course with what's been happening in the news with Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Um, there, there seems to be this manufactured competition. For kids to get into the best schools. Do you see that in
2: your experience? Yeah, it, it is it is something that I'm striving on a national level to change, certainly on a local level to change. What I have seen, I, I'm I'm lucky enough to truly travel across the entire country visiting college campuses. Mm-hmm. And at each campus that I visit, I'm more impressed with what is offered. And these are schools that would normally not be on someone's radar as being the top schools in the United States, let's call them tier one or Ivy League. Mm-hmm. But they certainly offer the, the same level, if not in some uh, even exceed the levels of uh, faculty to student ratios. Some of the courses that are offered are beyond comparison.
0: What, what are some of those schools?
2: Uh, so some of the hot schools right now, for example, would be a Drexel. So yeah. Drexel is something that Great
0: co-op program. Yeah, right. So yeah. was, Engineering just gonna, correct. I was no yeah, Drexel. Was a variety of different Drexel things. offers a
2: variety of programs, but right now it's become an extremely hot co-op program because students are really finding it difficult to get into Northeastern. And if you look back even 20 years ago, a Northeastern was a much easier school to get into. Now the competition to get into Northeastern is, is so uh, so tremendous. But Drexel is is still kind of that school that's offering a very similar program and it's it's becoming very hot, and I I, hmm. I really have been pushing families in that direction. If you're interested in co-op, which is a very unusual program, it's not like a. Normal, when you say co-op? Normal help our
1: audience, we have at least seventy people
2: listening. And I think maybe sixty of which aren't families. <laughs> maybe so. seventy-two
0: today. Who knows?
2: <laughs> that is funny. So a co-op <laughs> program allows a student to do a semester at school. Followed by a semester at work. Okay. Followed by a semester at school. What what a lot of what a lot of students and parents don't realize is it's a year round program. So you don't have the same schedule as your friends that are going to a so you don't uh, go from, to a rutgers or You, you not go from like August, September to May. It's, you're, you're it's going through the it's, summer. It's it's year round and it, it's also five years mm-hmm. to graduate, although Drexel does have a four year program where you can graduate in four years. The nice thing is, mm-hmm. it's no more expensive to graduate in five than it is in no. four. So they so they it's designed. The...
1: It's designed to be that way. I mean, this college thing is just, dude. It's kind of effed up with people. I mean, it really is kind of crazy, don't you think? I mean, these p- parents are
2: freaking nuts. What's going on? the The amount of pressure that's that's put on students is really. I, I would say. I, I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to I want to call anyone publicly nuts. Um, I'm happy but, to. It's my. But,
0: show. I, but we I have nothing to lose here. We have nothing to lose here. By so pulling out, you know, people to deal with differences.
1: I'm <laughs> calling people nuts. Mm-hmm. Our wonderful guest Gary Berger is nuts, but is me, Coach Randy. All just
2: right. I, I'm I'm right. calling them competitive, and and I think that there's a feeling on parents' parts to live vicariously through their children. So the schools that they couldn't get into. Possibly when they were students, they want to give their kids on, every opportunity. So what are
1: some of these schools these parents got into that they they don't think were good enough for themselves and they're living vicariously?
2: You know, I, I, can't, I can't really answer that because everyone has their own schools that they went to. Well, I, I personally, let's say, I went to Arizona State University. Woo,
0: Pac-12! There
2: you go. I went to Arizona State.
0: Now that's interesting because that's a school where mm-hmm. you go any time of year mm-hmm. and people are walking around in shorts and flip-flops. Well, listen, my son
1: graduates Arizona you yep. know the Wildcats, big, big, heavy rival, big, but, big rivalry.
0: but great school. But you know, if, if I may, if I may, please, it's not you know Yale or Harvard or oh, all these crazy. The Ivies. Stop with the Ivy, stop with uh, the Ivy. But I'm saying that those are the stereotypical schools that the competitive parents want to get their kids into. But why?
2: What is so to about Because they they believe that they will have a leg up. Um, in life, if they go to those schools, do that, we those feel that that's the... the
0: case, though, Gary, across the whole trajectory of their career, or
2: just the first job or the first couple jobs? So that's that is a very interesting question and something I've actually been researching lately, and and in meeting with some uh, some companies of local local business people, there there are businesses that I've discovered around here that truly will only hire. Like if you look at their firm, they only have those top top named schools mm-hmm. people working for them but undergrad. I, I said undergrad wow. and i said to those those same ceos that i had an opportunity to speak with i said to them so i i so i will then i i kind of stand corrected in that you yeah. are right then so then a student needs an <laughs> ivy league education to work for, for these your, types of yeah. companies and your company specifically however let's let's kind of make the metaphor nfl or nba or yeah. those jobs are 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 so slim to get to begin with, right? So become a professional athlete. Right, becoming right. a yeah. professional yes. athlete is yeah. so hard.
1: It's less than 1% be- of college.
2: How many of these companies are there that that have only Ivy League employees? Let's say there's a handful, you know, yeah. maybe there's 100, 200, I don't know. Maybe it's even more. But how many employers are they really having every yeah. year? How many are they hiring? So we, we're narrowing the pool. And to narrow, narrow our students to believe that they they need to get this particular education so that they could possibly work for one of these companies is is really, uh, I would say, tunnel vision and narrow because there's so many other companies that are out there that they could work for. So I'm going to put you in the hot spot, Harry, right? So then, what's the purpose of going to college? Why go to college? the The purpose of going to college is to get, I would say, life experience even more so than than some of the uh, some of the academic experience that's necessary. Uh, however, y- you do need a fundamental background to go into a particular uh, to go into a particular field. All
1: right. So because I'm a
2: professor. Yes. Right. You
1: are. And kids who come to college, as a professor, what am I giving them? You're giving them your experience. In what kind of format? A lecture. A lecture in a classroom. In a classroom. Right, so those of us on the academic side...
0: I love word association. You like what we're talking doing about here? here? Yeah, you know, I was just watching this play watching out. this yeah, play
1: out? Ahead. Because I am a professor, which yeah. you have to admit... Professor Nathan, how yeah, funny is that? That's very funny. It was a Slim,
2: <laughs> slim pole. They call you coach or professor. Well,
1: some people call me coach because I like that better, but they don't. Call, they don't call me Mister. They call me professor. And, and right? to get
0: this guy to put on pants that require absolutely, a
1: belt, absolutely. You know, it's, it's really something. It's really fun. I love being called professor because I, I feel that right.
2: For those of you at home, by the way, I have to look at Coach Randy right now in shorts, which is not not very pretty. I'm going to look, be look at my thing. I have nothing hanging out.
1: It's pretty professional, right? I got gym shorts on. No, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it wasn't till that moment, but.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Right? Sorry. So that's right. Listen. Uh, take it all in. Absorb it. I'm absorbing, absorbing it. it. Right?
0: So we're connecting the dots here. So that thing Randy, is, you're trying to get to an you know, answer, and I, that answer is... You no. Know, so here I'm teaching these kids
1: sociology. <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is my focus to help these kids get a job, or is my focus about
2: giving them an education? To give them an education about sociology, so yeah. they have a better understanding of, of the way the world works in right? sociology, specific how, how people function and... And hopefully they use that background to somewhere in their life later on. So
1: let's just say as a guidance counselor, you have a student comes to you, right? And their parents are pushing her or him to go into an academic arena because you have to get the right job. Because mm-hmm. so he want you to do business, right? We want you to take some kind of business marketing classes. Gets to school, hates business, hates marketing, really struggles with it. But discovers humanities, discovers language arts, and thrives in, in the humanities, language arts, even Latin right and those grades are all A's and B's and goes back and talks to parents said I want to major in humanities and and liberal arts right and the parent says but what kind of job are you going to get that kid you know is going to excel in these particular areas as you as a guidance counselor how do you handle that
2: so in that per- in that particular case there are many jobs within the humanities which include teaching and, and mm-hmm. being either in the you know in that in that great, in the top level of professor, mm-hmm. um, or even being a kindergarten teacher, or, mm-hmm. or you know, all of these, all of these positions are necessary. And as they say, uh, everything you're learning, life, you learn in kindergarten. Um, really? Uh,
0: you know, I'm going to back. I'm going to back uh, Gary up on that. <laughs> really? I'll tell you what. Listen, listen. Yeah. So, so you know, I do a lot of um, career fairs. I, I know I you do a lot of career fairs. A, you know, recruiting and learning. And yes. Had, you know, businesses throughout the years. Yes. And. I speak to a lot of recruiters at with kindergarten kids. The, the big, kids? well, listen, everything is applicable. Okay. The, the consulting firms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Secretly, I talk to some recruiters that say, "Yeah, we love the business and the economics and the mm-hmm. IT major." Yes. But we also have a space for the philosophy major and the liberal arts major mm-hmm. because those students we don't have to unteach mm-hmm. things that were taught in the classroom that might be outmoded. By now. All right. And we can teach them the, this is just hypothetical, folks, the Accenture, the KPMG, the Boston Consulting way. And as long as they are a good student and we're diligent and committed to their studies, mm-hmm. attitudinally, we know that they are equipped for the rigors of our company.
1: Right. So, so what you're saying? Are you following me here? I, listen, I, I see I, a lot of glass in those no, eyes. There's a, I was thinking about kindergartners. About oh, how you're, you're still thinking, on the kindergartners. <laughs> yes, <laughs> said, I'm, I'm talking. Everything. I'm talking about the big four. I think about what I learned in kindergarten. Yeah. You know, be nice, share your toys, make sure you know how to tie your shoes. Hey, but how many leadership classes have we stuff. taught and
0: be a part of where they say you have to start out being a nice person?
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. And so, yeah. so what we're really I mean, it's, it's hitting my point exactly, is that we have to help parents understand, you know, this whole big thing about college is that what kind of person are you are raising? Prove me if I'm wrong. Kids are now preparing for jobs that have yet to really even been created Correct. using technology that is completely not around. No one even knows about it yet. No one knows about it yet. So if that's the case, what, if you were, you know, as a guidance counselor, what do we have parents understand? Whoa, chill out. It's not about the best college. It's not about being in this particular place. It's not about if, if this again the SATs, ACTs. I mean, how do you handle that with some of well, these situations? Well, one of the,
2: one of the new, real, true philosophies of of college guidance, and and this taps into exactly what you just said about uh, Adam Day about the about what these consulting firms are saying about mm-hmm. these other types of uh, of people that they want out there is, for years. There has been, let's call it a, an exact model, that if you took AP, AP Psychology and AP Government and, and AP Math, you know AP Calc AB and, mm-hmm. and, and and you got A's and you got a fifteen forty on your SAT and you would you would be for sure a shot into these uh, comp- highly competitive, uh, mm-hmm. let's call them tier one mm-hmm. schools. The new, this new outlook coming even from, from them is saying, you know what, everyone that's applying has that, right? Mm-hmm. So now what sets you apart? The artist. It's like this this mm-hmm. kind of this switch in mentality. The other where, dimension in your yeah, life, like, right? Yeah, I don't need another kid who took AP government and AP psychology is what the colleges are saying. Like, we're now intrigued by the student who took media arts as his elective instead of AP psychology. hmm. That's something interesting to us because that's something that we haven't seen often. Yeah. So now those kids become standouts, and, and to go, with you're saying about mm-hmm. creating jobs for the future. Mm-hmm. I was at a I was at a workshop at at one of these at a NACAC conference. I was at a workshop, and they the workshop was very specifically. It was titled, it, it, "It'll be no longer my no longer my son, the rich doctor." Mm-hmm right, and my other son, the starving artist, it'll, Mm -hmm. it'll, it's switching right now to my son, the rich artist, and my other son, the starving doctor, because... It's all about Medicare. We're (laughs) seeing (laughs) those truncated payments now, it's... uh, We're seeing a a world where art is becoming a tremendous value, because Everything we do, from Mm -hmm. our phones to our to our computers to everything you see in advertising and digital, everything's digital media, and you need artists Mm -hmm. to program everything.
0: Very, very timely Mm -hmm. uh, topic that you you just brought up. So loaded question. I think you already hinted at it before. Is the four year degree going to go the way of the dodo bird? Because you can learn media arts. You can learn. Art. You can learn all of the, what I'll call, new economy professions, not in a four-year institution. You can learn them at tech schools. Heck, you can learn them from your best friend down the street. You can learn them online. By, you can just go we're, online. We're learning it here yeah. with GarageBand.
1: I, I'm able to be technology savvy because we have garageband garage band.
2: You know, by the way, everyone at home, they're saying that they understand it 20 <laughs> times. Randy has opened up the manual for GarageBand while filming this, or while uh, while and we, recording we keep tapping the spacebar.
0: We have no idea what <laughs> it comes. Sausage. I've Don't never seen a sausage. Like it. This is, this it, is it's, backstage it's, coming on, stage. but it seems
2: to be working, so I'm happy. As I'm, I'm you can hear us, <laughs> listeners, then it's working. Don't tell the secrets. Don't tell the secrets. Um, <laughs> um, sorry to go back to to go back to what you were uh, that you were just commenting on. We are mm-hmm. one of very few countries that actually has this. Undergraduate degree program in other countries, mm-hmm. and, and most people anyone who has friends from other countries knows that they go right to law school, mm-hmm. they go right to business school, they go right to medical school, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. that's taking what you're saying, and, and they're saying, We are specializing. You go right to a, a you want to be an electrician, you want to be a pharmacist, they're going right to very specialized, none of this that core are, curriculum,
0: right? None you know, of this if, core if curriculum. you want to be a
2: mechanic. You're not learning to read Charles Dickens. That is, that is correct. Okay. So I do, I do believe that um, that we will see more of more of that. I don't know when. I, just, I don't even know if it'll be in my lifetime. But as college is becoming even more expensive, right? We're looking it's crazy. at crazy. You know, state you, know Rutgers, you know what
1: Rucker, You know, talking about New Jersey, real quickly. Sure? And they are true, Rutgers, the state university, the state university of New Jersey, thirty thousand dollars a yes, year. Yes, correct. In, yeah. in state. For an in-state, that's in-state, New Jersey. That's in-state. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars for an in-state tuition for four yeah. years.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, and and even if you take a state university like a like a Michigan, yeah, right, and you're from out of state, you're oh, talking no. about fifty-eight to sixty-two um, all in a year. That's a quarter mm-hmm. million dollars. So these are these are tremendous price tags, and it also goes back to your your point where I. Parents are gonna to have to start putting a value on, well, what is my what is my kid gonna be? And mm-hmm. and if they're gonna if they don't know, What's then the I don't wanna spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars if they don't know yet. Yeah. Right. If they know, then I could decide also, well, okay, if you know you wanna be a dentist in my particular case, right? My daughter mm-hmm. it has since she's three years old is wanting to be a dentist and we've uh, we've done everything that we could do as a parent to help her
1: what do you do? Like get path? a little little, little gift. Little dentist chair. No, and you kinda go through No, she's gone
2: it. to the Rutgers decision for dentistry, which is a which is a during the year during the school year program. Uh, she's she's gone to uh, two dental conventions. So, it, is it because you and Audra have bad teeth? I'm just curious. <laughs> I've got a
0: beautiful smile.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, I just I just smiled at the microphone accidentally. You'll, You'll you get, get the was... smile
0: on social media. It's at bad to the dad on Instagram. Um, <laughs>
2: No, but the the idea is since we already know yes. that we're gonna have if she does sure, wind right up in that, that career yeah. that we're shelling out mm-hmm. sixty thousand yeah. dollars a year for for dental school in state yeah um to, to pay a lot of money for undergrad is, yeah. would be silly right I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna send to a to an undergraduate school at sixty thousand dollars a year so I'm gonna save my money there knowing that she has to go for a uh, for an additional degree right. to get her DDS. So,
1: so when you think about, you know, you're looking down the, the pike in terms of parents. We have, you know, bad the dad. We have a large audience, a lot of different people. Bad, we have dads who are much older, younger. We have some dads who are brand new, right? When you think about the state of the so-called education, you know, where do you see it in 10 years in terms of college?
2: I It's, a, again, a very interesting, it's a very interesting question. I think what we're going to see are more specialized uh, schools, as as Adam is saying, not necessarily that they're going to give up on the undergraduate degree, mm-hmm. but you're going to see colleges more focused on certain types of programs. So mm-hmm. you'll see Drexel will re- Drexel a school like Drexel will just really focus yeah. on on uh, on on co op. Other okay. other other schools will uh, other especially private schools, right? Uh-huh. They'll they will focus in an individual area and become uh-huh. experts in that area, media arts. Yeah. We'll see some media arts schools come about, and we're going to see some uh, merchandising schools come about. Right. There's mm-hmm. lots of lots of schools, and it's already happening. It's happening yeah. with the CUNY system. Yeah. It's happening even with our state county system, okay. where our county schools are saying, okay, well, if, you, if you're interested in... Um, Boy, they've upped their game. It, totally. Oh, so I'm, I'm at Union County. I'm County. And I know what they're doing that, there. It, it's, it's what's happening, yeah. right? So they're saying if you want architecture... Then go to Morris County's gonna have yeah. an architecture program, or yeah. Sussex County has this, or Middlesex has has this. So they're they're kind of breaking it all out. So and I think we're gonna see that more mm-hmm. in nationally.
1: So then how about the impact of technology in the college education? So for instance, I happen to teach, you know, it's called on the ground, you know, face to face, but also online. I would imagine online has dramatically, dramatically impacted the college experience. I and mean, we don't have to go someplace where you take your basic corporate. You could take them anywhere. I mean, how about technology and what you've seen in terms of technology and that impact?
2: Yeah, I'm not so sure we're ever going to see an online. I mean, there obviously you can get a full degree Driven, online. You're former you college, you Arizona get, State, of course. Mm-hmm. So you can get full degrees online. Mm-hmm. But I think at least in our market, this mm-hmm. kind of uh, suburban New York area, mm-hmm. we're going to continue with uh, in-person classes mm-hmm. on the ground. But I, I do think online courses could save a family It's a, a lot, lot of money. money. So I could picture more families looking into taking uh, over either over the summers or, mm-hmm. or other, other times you could take an online class to get credits. So that's less credits you have to mm-hmm. do. Maybe your student could graduate in three and a half years mm-hmm. from college or even three years mm-hmm. from college. That saves you a bundle mm-hmm. right there. Hmm.
0: So you're a dad. Yes. You've got a 15-year-old and a three-year-old. Yes. Okay. Um, should I ask you uh, what were we thinking about in the gap, or <laughs> should you? <laughs> I think you just did. There we go. That was my clever way of asking. I, him I was it.
2: thinking about how expensive college is going to be, and <laughs> I'm going to need, need a good 12 years of recovery, recovery. time to like get that uh, to get the savings back up. The five twenty nine, if we, uh, if yeah. we can... Talk finances. Yes. So, oh, let's talk I, about finances, please. Let's let's, no, know, let's we're make it a professional podcast. We, no, 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 we did. Welcome that to we did that podcast with uh, with, with, with Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I listened to that one. I yeah. heard that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, fifteen-year-old, three-year-old. What's that dynamic like? I
2: I got to tell you, first of all, being a dad is is obviously is is wonderful, and and having a having uh, an only child at the time. Uh, Lexi, like who grew up as an only child, um, and we never, we never dreamed of, uh, of I mean, we dreamed of having another one, but it just never, never happened for us. Um, so when it happened, it was, it was really, uh, it was tremendous for us. But more importantly. I'm just too old now. Like I am mean, like you know I I I you know why couldn't it happen when I was like 30? Like it you're I mean, you what? 32, 33 now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, so now here I am almost almost 50 years old and I got to tell you a 3-year-old is a lot of a lot of work. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but people say I've never looked better. So. I would tell you.
1: You do you, you look great. So thank you. you thank do. you.
0: Not just the teeth. <laughs> like the whole, the whole
1: package. The whole package. Your yeah. smile, your sense. Thank you. The, the Thank hole you. in your sleeve. It looks great. Yes, that's <laughs> what happens. I See get a hole. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's a hole. Oh, okay. I think there's a
0: hole <laughs> on good this. Good job, Brenda. Right right nice, nice noticing that. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what happens. And, yeah. You know, and most of my dress shirts have that like uh, yeah, a little that spot, mark yes. where the, you know, my Hanger. daughter, yes. you know, my daughter, you know, my daughter you put her on my shoulder at night oh, and then she yeah. has like chocolate milk lips yeah. you <laughs> get that badge of honor. Yeah, badge of honor on yeah. all my dress shirts. That yeah. that's pretty good. Um, but it keeps me young. It really does. I'm I'm tr- yeah, I gotta like walk the zoo and I got all of those, yeah. uh, all of those things I used to do years ago. I'm right back at it. Like, I'm already planning our Disney trip for the summer. And You're a big
1: Disney family, right?
2: I, we are a big Disney family. Wow. We've been members of the Disney Vacation Club since 2008, and it's good.
0: So, have you found that the 15 year old is really good with the three year old? Is she, uh, is she helpful? Is she like a mother's helper in, in many ways?
2: Um, yeah, you know my, my my kids. I I have I have I my I, I raise also my my brother's uh my brother's daughter and she's uh, Natalie and and she's incredible with uh with the baby. Like we love we we love both of our uh, we love all of our kids. But but Natalie and and Lexi are just fantastic and huge helps. It the nice part is that. We Audrey and I could just go out to Target on Saturday night. Uh, like a built-in babysitter, right? It's like you don't have to worry about like that oh is my God, that's a
0: date night. you <laughs> <is> a Target, <laughs> not like we're going to an Italian restaurant. <laughs> we're going to Target. A date night that, is Target. That is a date
2: night. Do like,
0: mm-hmm. I like to say is, like
1: a date night is Costco, right? You go shopping. You're at, you got a meal, right? You sit
2: down. You have your meal, right? What else do you need? For us, it, it's. Target because we 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 observe the Sabbath and Shabbat ends the Sabbath ends so late on yeah. Saturday night yeah. that the only thing open is Target, is target. <laughs> so Saturday night I'd be there anyway
0: yeah you know, it's like come on honey we're gonna walk down the up and up aisle and so get some it's wipes great, good, deals, yeah, huh, the good deals yeah you know so underrated product line you
1: know partly you know we've known each other for a long time so you know my oldest is twenty four <laughs> my sure. youngest is ten so we've got a fourteen year uh, difference and I've always uh, I always call it my do over. Right, what have you found different uh, this time around than you did with Lexi, um, like the big surprise, like oh my gosh.
2: Well, I Lexi was never, w- w- never went through a terrible twos or terrible mm-hmm. threes stage, and 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 with with my three year old, it's it's really it, I, this that sc- that temper tantrums yeah. and screaming and. I never had that, so I didn't know what mm-hmm. that was like, and so that is really trying for me. Like, I, every single day, my entire drive to school, when I drop her off, is just one constant scream. It's like, a, just a, whatever it is that she wants, because no matter what, I forgot something. There's something like that's I... That's a dad move, though. I, it's like, <laughs> that's I forgot a, that's the a backpack, dad. I forgot the jacket, I forgot her Grover toy, I forgot... It like, doesn't matter, that's I forgot a dad her move. water cup, I forgot her Cheerios, I forgot... But it's, she finds the one thing I forgot. It's a damn about. move, man.
1: It's yeah. a damn move. So yep. I guess if you go in knowing you're gonna mess up, you just gotta. Uh, just...
2: The, I, I I'll tell you, one, the the worst mess up was I forgot her shoes. So I, <laughs> I brought her. You her really school. need shoes at that age. I brought her to school barefoot, <laughs> and like they have recess right away. Like at you know forty minutes into yeah. the, the school day, they they go outside. These little three year olds. So I like had to be late to work to go home to get shoes, and of course everyone was like, "How did you forget her shoes?" It's just when you're when you have so much pressure to remember Grover, like, honey, it's gonna be it's
0: gonna be Grover's shoes. you've got to choose here; it's one or the other. You're not getting both. Totally,
2: totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, listen. One one of our favorite segments on the show is something we call Dad Vice. Okay. Dad Vice is obviously we go at, we go at, undercover. Yes, Dad Vice. Dad, oh, Dad Vice. Yes, I see what you did there. That's what you did. Yeah, we've dad never, Vi- we've never had on a the next guest episode of Dad, take dad it, Vice. Yeah, we got done, 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 Dad, 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 done, done bad dads, bad dads, <laughs> dads, What you gonna and do, no, everybody? What you okay? No, 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 for no, you. no, we tried, dad we tried. Vice, tried no, vice, no, no, cut, cut. We tried dad, and okay. it just like? <laughs> so we're gonna do Dad Vice. Now, now you can take it any way you want. Um, again, you're in a unique spot. You're an educator as well as a dad. You have your own dad experience with the older kid and the younger kid. So what are some words of wisdom that you would give to any dad out there based on your own experiences?
2: Well, I think I, I want to take this one. You said I could go in any direction. I really do want to take this one from the, from the college uh, arena, since that is my area of expertise. Uh, that I really would like to see dads put less pressure on their sons. To fill some sort of of mission of their own, either either vicar, you know, say so live vicariously through them, and let their let their kids just explore for the sake of exploring, and let their kids. Um, take classes because they're interested in those classes in high school mm-hmm. and not because they believe that there's a means to an end, that if I take this particular class, it's going to get me into there, so therefore that's the most important, you know, i got to take that class. Even though I have no interest in it, I'd really love to take a class in sociology mm-hmm. or media arts, but I can't do it because I have to take AP Cal because mm-hmm. I need an AP. Um, so I, I really would love to see that pressure. I'll tell you a, a, a real story and, and, and hope students... Um, year after year, there's a very common. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very common uh, thing that happens at this time, right before May first. May first, uh, for those of you who don't mm-hmm. know, is the national date that you must accept your college. Yeah. So you have to say on that date, I'm going to uh, uh, Colorado Boulder. UDL, University and of Colorado, it,
1: Arizona State. It, it doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter
2: what the school is. You have to say it on that day, and you put it into a system mm-hmm. and that is the uh, the national deadline. It never fails. The day before, I'll have students who are either I work with privately or, or in college or in high school that will come, mm-hmm. and they will say, I'm, "I'm debating between these two schools. I really, you know, I." I and uh, this is the this is the one that that gets me the most, where they mm-hmm. say like, a common one, where they say like, "I got into these two schools. Mm-hmm. This one ranks." this number 18 mm-hmm. yeah this one ranks 72 yeah right but i really love this school 72. like I, I really love 72 yeah. like I, you know I, and and but i but and th- this is what gets me is they say like but i'm gonna have to like i have an opportunity to accept number 17 yeah. and put it on my instagram uh, oh, right keep it yes. up with the jones this that i'm absolutely. number that i'm going mm-hmm. to the number yeah. 17 school but I don't even like it. Like, I'd rather
1: just go to and, their school. And
2: that pressure right there is so much that they really don't know what to choose, and it's really it's an it's incredible, kind of a sad situation. That's to think an about. An no one's going where they're
0: happy. They're going where they, they think the employers are going to. Well, the, the other, other happiest...
1: piece is by I found in my experience, I do a lot of a lot of coaching, a lot mm-hmm. of kids that they get all upset, they get the number seventeen, they get all down, they go to seventy two. And you see them over Thanksgiving winter break with that freshman year, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is the best education ever. I'm so happy I went there. Yeah. I'm like, but do you remember about six months ago when your life was over and it was the end of the world and that you couldn't believe and your parents were so upset? And again at 17, you're like, oh yeah, 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 you know, I know. So it's that whole presence of, just relax. You're, I mean, there are 5,300 colleges and universities in this country. I, I mean, did you even know? That? 5, I mean, I have to 5,300. And I tell parents, which one is good? So let so, yeah. your kid... So what I hear you say...
2: That's that's the dad vice. Yeah. Let your kid be a kid and let yeah. them just go where they, they really believe that they're fitting in well. Like, they're going to see all of these colleges. Yep. You, you as a dad, you're going to take your kid onto college campuses. Mm-hmm. You're going to look around. And I really... I'm telling you... Whatever you feel as a dad, mm-hmm. hold it in. Yeah. Let your son or your daughter experience that college campus for themselves mm-hmm. and let them make up their decision if that's someplace that they could be. They're the ones who are spending the four years there. You're mm-hmm. not spending the four years. There. You're spending your money there, but you're not spending the four years there. So you <laughs> yeah, should let a, them uh, it, really... It's a
0: great point because I can mm-hmm. tell you that, Randy, our grandparents, yeah. right, yeah. Um, the two generations ago, mm-hmm. they had. They, didn't know any better, yeah, and there also wasn't this culture, mm-hmm. so they were just sending their kids to wherever. Or in many cases, yeah.
1: you, had to, you didn't you had have to go chance. locally. Yeah. You didn't have a chance to go to or college, or you didn't go to college. You had to go to
0: work, yeah, because you had yeah. to earn yeah. your money, helps to help your family, and so. And that generation turned out just fine. I think yes. so. I just think fine. you would say that we did all right. Our guest today has been Gary Berger, and uh, Gary, we loved having Jan. So, when are you
2: going to go into your own private business and become a consultant? I, I'm, I really love working in a high school. I, I, it just gives me an opportunity to 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 just share everything that I have to share with so many kids, and no, I listen, love I have, every. I've it had firsthand experience and...
1: watching you and the uh, the love and pride and joy and the Thank energy you, Andy, that you I have, that. I uh, that. and the the kindness and the relationships you develop with those kids are hands down phenomenal. The school's
2: lucky to have you. I've known you for a long time. Thank you. You're and special, and every, everyone should know, really, how uh, amazing Coach Randy is as a coach. And mm-hmm. as a school, we bring him in as a consultant. Listen to Regularly. Him. Um, and he... you, <laughs> If you are an educator out there, you will not make a mistake by bringing him in for an assembly program. Because um, he's, he's excellent. And he can handle uh, just every... Besides any type of talk, he, he, I know he gives the bullying talks and he's definitely an expert on bullying, but he could talk on any topic when it comes to education. Oh, stop to, uh,
1: it. Oh, stop it. Education you're to make me think... No,
2: I, but it's true. People okay? should know. It's not you're just... Uh, I'm some, compelling. I'm compelling. Uh, it's like allergies. You're not just some random guy and, and you've talked nationally. You oh, go to stop. high schools across the country and districts <laughs> across the country. You should... Uh, that's why we brought
1: Gary Berger in for today. To I I <laughs> give you platitudes of, did and affirmations. I need a personal testimonial.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary's been good for a lot more than that. And oh we thank God. you for sharing your insights. This Hopefully this will help some of the listeners. If, if
2: anyone has any college questions, by yeah. the way, they can get me at collegegary at gmail.com. So it's C-O-L-L-E-G-E-G-A-R-Y at gmail.com. So
1: collegegary at gmail.com. That is collegegary at gmail.com. We'll make sure that we uh, put that up on the website, maybe post a little bit, because uh, I think it's a, it's, you offer some great insight, and uh, we're very, very happy to have you. We've been looking forward to having you on for a long time. Thank you.
2: Thank you both, really. It's, uh, it's excellent.
0: He's Gary Berger, and we are Bad to the Dead. We're Bad to the day with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, follow us on social media, especially Instagram, where you're going to see the before and after. We like to pre-promote the show with pictures of our guests. So you'll see uh, some of that with, with Gary. And then, of course, you'll see... Some of the activity that occurred in the den, the den, Coach Randy's basement studio. Yes, Let's see what uh, what happened uh, when Gary came to town when he, he was funny. He got him behind the mic. He yeah, got him. he actually
1: he's very passionate. He has uh, listened to what he had to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he uh, he gets it. He's like chill, relax. It's going to be fine. Don't we? We somehow figured life out and made it. Yeah,
0: and let them do something that mm-hmm. they may be interested in, mm-hmm. even if it cannot be parlayed into a job. Because at
1: some point, it doesn't really matter because there are kids, and I mentioned this in our show together, there are kids who are going to have jobs who have not yet even been created, right? Mm -hmm. Using technology that has not even been developed yet. So it is so impossible for us to know what our kids are going to be doing for a living. We have to surround them with a place of great skills, uh, incredible life lessons. And though they have the capacity to do and be anything.
0: Next week, Randy, I gotta tell you, I'm a little bit confused about our Mother's Day Bad to the Dad show. Yes. Mads. We're talking about Mads. We're talking about Mads. What is a Mad? A Mad is a mom as dad.
1: Huh. Can Mom that, can that happen?
0: I mean, is there a biological experiment that needs It's not an experiment. It, it's it's not experiment.
1: it is uh, in some situations, in mm-hmm. some families. Yeah. You know, single parents. We have, uh, in particular this situation, we have two moms coming.
0: A same-sex marriage. Same-sex marriage.
1: Okay. Uh, we have Megan uh, Siriano and, uh, no, we have, uh, we have Megan Garland and Steph Seriano coming in. Uh, beautiful people. Have two
0: incredible kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, married and they're moms. Yeah. So, we're going to learn a lot about what it's like to be in a same sex marriage, raising two kids, Absolutely. challenges of suburbia and school. And I'm curious to know if there's any difference or if you know it, like the dad
1: roles, the mom roles, and what's going to happen. I, I I, pretty much, given how I know them, they're, they're aces. They're aces in the hole. Looking forward so, to it. Moms is dads. Stephanie and Megan. Dads. Yep.
0: Okay, and that's, that's next week. week's show. Yes. All right. You know I do bits, I do a little stand-up comedy. I know you do a lot of them, yeah. This past week was the Kentucky Derby. Did you watch it? Um I didn't to be honest with you, but I heard that it ended in some controversy. Oh my god. Like one of the horses won, but they disqualified because I'm he was belie- infing on the lane. Incredible ending, yes. Incredible ending. Here's what I've noticed about horse racing. All right. All of the horses' names yes. are very regal. They're very proud. You have like war drum and yes. my gal Queen Elizabeth. Yes. And Imperial. Yes. You know names that, you know you you would be very proud if, if your horse was called one of these. I names. guess
1: I've always found it very. There's no horses named George. There's no horses well, named forget Bob. Forget
0: that. I mean, one thing I've always noticed is you never hear about horses uh-huh. with unfortunate names. Oh. So I thought Randy. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if there was a Derby of horses? Uh huh. With unfortunate names. Oh, tell me. <laughs> Post time, 544. It's the official, run, official running of the unfortunate name, Derby. And all the horses are in their pen, jumping about, snorting, doing the essential things that horses do. And they're off. And they're not off. They're all stuck in the gate. Not one horse knows what to do, but wait! Squeezing out of the gate first, it's Leaky Colin. <laughs> Leaky Colin, usually not good. Not good on the long runs, but he's out to an early lead, and now making a go of it, but usually lame. It's don't talk about Uncle Willie. Leaky colon, then don't talk about Uncle Willie. And don't talk about Uncle Willie is now followed by foreclosure. Foreclosure looking to improve on some subprime showings in the past. And as they make the first term, you've got leaky colon, don't talk about Uncle Willie, and foreclosure. And in the lead now is Ponzi Scheme. Ponzi Scheme, the pack should catch up to Ponzi Scheme in no time. And as they head to the backstretch, lurking from the pack, and emerge it's Creepy Guy at the Gym. Creepy Guy at the Gym is followed by his foul cousin, Sixth Year Senior. Sixth Year Senior and closing in, oh, it's misspelled ex-girlfriend tattoo. And oh, uh, no, there's a collision between ex-girlfriend tattoo and Creepy Guy at the Gym. Sometimes those two horses get confused as the same horse, but uh, making the most of it wow We've got her attention. It's My Gal Adderall. My Gal Adderall leading the backstretch. But oh my, My Girl Adderall jumps into the crowd. Must have seen something very, very shiny. And that paves the way for parole violation. Parole violation now escaping from the pack. It's parole violation followed by Don't Talk About Uncle Willie and foreclosure. And as they make the final turn and into the home stretch, oh, leading the way and out of nowhere comes class action lawsuit followed by don't talk about Uncle Willie, misspelled ex-girlfriend Tattoo, and leaky colon. (laughs) We are Dead to the Dead. Have a great week, Dads.